It's that time. The Sports Talker, presented by Allen Electric. Here's T.J. Walker. It's a bummer that the weather is how it is. We've had fairly good weather most of the week. We had a rainy day earlier. Uh, Temperatures are nice. It actually feels like fall. And then when everybody's gearing up for the weekend, getting excited for the weekend, we get some of the worst weather uh, that we've seen in quite some time. But that's okay. Uh, It might put a little bit of a damper on the Big San X Trinity game tonight. One of the best rivalries in high school football, but uh, they'll still draw a great crowd. And I was planning on heading out there, but not sure if I'll do that with the weather. Trevor is here. He's not currently here right now. He is in... He's in the studio fixing some things, so it'll just be me for the first 10 to 15 minutes or so, and that's okay. Later on in the show today, we'll do the PT Picks of the Week because it is Friday. We'll be bringing back Big Bag Dave, and you guys aren't going to believe it. He went 0-5 last week. That's hard to do. If you would have just listened to everything he said and did the opposite of the games he picked, you would have had a, a nice little parlay that would know how much money you would have put on it could have had uh, you, you would have had a nice little payday so that puts him at five and 16 on the year we continue to bring him back why i'm not sure but i guess you got to make him happy he likes it i'm a nice guy it's my good deed i suppose uh, so we'll have him on that's always at five o'clock as you all know if you want to tweet into the show at t walker rivals is the way to reach me you can call in 502 384 1450. Now, here's the breaking news of the day, and it's probably going to be what we talk a lot about today. The great Pat Forty, and Kentucky fans, they, they would say much uh, other adjectives besides great. But I, but, and I'm, I'm, I like Pat. I don't have any problems with him. He's been on the show before, but he tweets out why exclusive, Yahoo exclusive. Louisville and guests investigating allegations in new book that former basketball staffer paid escorts to have sex with players and recruits. So what does that mean? Means we should have gotten more recruits. See, Trevor, you're you're running. You're not supposed to be here. So I couldn't help that joke. So are you are you are you back or you still have other stuff to do? Well, I'm talk. I'm working with someone right now, but I'm listening to you as well. So can I talk to you, or should I let you do your own thing? You go on and do your own thing for a minute. I just had to throw that joke in there. Okay, well, it, it, it would make sense that Rick Pitino hasn't been a great— it, it, it would not make sense. Rick Pitino hasn't been all that great of a recruiter at Louisville. He's been okay, not great. If he's paying—if somebody on the staff is paying escorts to have sex with players and recruits. So let me tell you what that means, if you don't already know. They're— and other schools have been in trouble for doing this in the past. This wouldn't be the first time a school has been in trouble for escorts. I think Tennessee got in a lot of trouble with it. I know Missouri uh, has has been accused of having escorts before. But what this would mean is a recruit comes on campus for his official visit. Generally, these are how these official visits go. They'll come in. Sometimes they'll be with their parents. Sometimes they won't be. They'll get settled into their hotel and the school gets to pay for all this. They'll get settled in their hotel. They'll generally go have dinner with the coaches, maybe some of the players, and then they go out with the players that night. 
they and what they do sometimes depending on the kids sometimes they'll go to the gym and play basketball and that will be their friday night other times they'll go out and go to campus parties i've back when i was at uk i'd see recruits at campus parties it happens everywhere the next morning they wake up they take the tour of the facilities they go on campus they do all the they they'll meet with the coaches for lunch they'll do this and do that They'll watch a practice, whatever it may be. Then Saturday night, it's the same thing. They'll go out and they'll go party. So what, and we don't know exactly what's true about what Pat Forty's reporting, what the details are, who the staffer was. We don't, I don't even know what book he's talking about. But what they're saying is that when they'd go to these parties, a, a basketball staffer, so you'd imagine an assistant coach or director of basketball operations, somebody associated with the basketball team, was paying girls to show these recruits a good time. And Pat Forty, he gets in a lot of trouble for being a Louisville homer. He's not a Louisville homer, but he does have a good relationship with Rick Pitino. They've written a book together. So for him to be the one to break this story is interesting. Now, I know he knows the ins and outs of Louisville's basketball program. But there really must be something there if he is so confident to even send out that tweet. And I think he's a good journalist. A lot of a lot of Kentucky fans hate him. He 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 isn't a big cow guy. When we had him on the show, this was this was right when my show was starting. I asked him about the rumors of buying a shot when Kentucky got knocked out in 2010. You all know this story. Supposedly the the rumor is John Calipari said one time when we got knocked out of the tournament in 2010 reporters were taking shots to celebrate and the reports were it was pat 40 so i asked him about that and he said we were drinking we were drinking during those tournament games because they were i guess the group was covering the the friday sunday games and this was a saturday night he said so we were it was our off night and yes we were drinking and yeah we did buy some drinks it, it was kind of a story that made you go oh maybe it actually is true maybe you all were celebrating UK's loss so I get why UK fans don't like him but he must have something here if he's going to to kind of go after go after Rick Pitino in a sense certainly after Louisville's basketball program but Trevor's right Louisville hasn't had great recruiting success so if they're doing this to try to get recruits. What's going on? Well, who are the escorts? So I can't wait to find out more details about this story. I am curious when Trevor gets back on what his concern level is just from an initial reaction standpoint. But if I was a Louisville fan, I'd probably put it at a 7 out of 10. Because this isn't just some blogger that, that has some details. This is Pat Forty, a guy that has written a book with your head coach. Now, the thing is, investigating allegations in a new book. So is a former player writing a book? Is he writing a book and threw in that detail? What's the credibility of this author? How do they know this? Is there any way you can prove it? Does it get to a point where Rick Pitino has to make a statement on it? We'll see if this starts to snowball, but if it does, this will be a big deal. And this will be something that would certainly get the attention of the NCAA. Now, it's not like taking paper classes and everything that's going on at UNC, probably not really as bad as what's going on at SMU, but it is certainly something to keep an eye on. So we'll talk about that throughout the show. I'm curious what you all think. 
with Mike Martin tweeting in the show and saying, good job, Ricky P, L1C4. And it, it probably isn't the best case scenario with with Rick Pitino having the background that he has, that you have potential escorts walking and, and going around your campus. Trevor, maybe that explains why Antonio Blakeney committed right after the visit. Could have fell in love. That joke is almost as funny as mine. I'm not ready to come back yet, but that was good. <laughs> and Florida but, State, by the way, was also involved in this. Well, it's happened other places. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know if Florida State got in trouble for it or not. I, I didn't Lane Kiffin get in big trouble with it at Tennessee. Uh, Lane Kevin got in trouble with a lot of things at Tennessee. I think that might have been just one of the many things in the pecking order of uh, things that he was doing wrong at Tennessee. And, court, and it seems to be Lane Kiffin has a problem with, uh, with with this type of thing in general. It seems like keeping it in his pants. That's So it has happened other places. But I, I will say this, I, and I'm kind of keeping an eye on my Twitter feed as this is going on, and I do during the show because I like to answer your old tweets. I'm seeing a lot of Kentucky fans tweet about it and retweet Pat Forty and do this and do that. Now, this is where this – and I have, I've gone on a huge rant about this before. You like journalists that say nice things about you and bad things about other schools, and you hate journalists that say bad things about you and nice things about other schools. Kentucky fans have sent death threats to Pat Forty. And now a lot of Kentucky fans are – it's – the, the the knock was he wasn't credible. He, he he didn't have his sources. He was lying. He was out to get people. But now Kentucky fans are going to buy into what Pat Forty's saying. Now Pat Forty's a good journalist, so I've I, I've always bought into what he's saying. He hasn't again, like I've said, he doesn't have the best relationship with John Calipari, and maybe he's written some some negative things about John Calipari that he hadn't had to. But that's why this is so intriguing to me, the fact that it's Pat Forty breaking this news. and I, uh, This is going to be a fun weekend. Clebby116 wants to know where these escorts are at in Louisville. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes with escorts, and we're really going to get into this, sometimes with escorts, it could just be full-on prostitution. It, it technically is prostitution, but it could actually be prostitutes doing that. That they would go to, you know, I don't even know where. Trevor, where do you find prostitutes? Wait a minute. First of all, why you got to ask me? I mean, I know, but that's not the point. <laughs> why, 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 why you got to call, call me out on that one? I, <laughs> so, so it, oh, it so yeah. Let's go. Let's go to the uh, fat, lonely guy. He go. He knows where to get a lady of the night. It, it could be. <laughs> it could be actual prostitute. It, again, we're looking way too much into this, but hell, why not? Well, it, well, I mean, prostitute is just, I mean, escort is, and, and this is for any lady listening and is offended by this, I really don't care, but escort is just a fancy name for prostitute. I mean, I, I could. No, it, it doesn't now, Because, you know, if I'm working at the mall and I don't want to be like somebody tells me I work retail, I tell them I'm a customer service representative. That's, <laughs> it, it's, it doesn't have to be a prostitute. If you work at Subway, you don't, you don't, you work at Subway, you're not a sandwich artist. It doesn't have to be a prostitute because you don't have to, you, some schools that I've gotten in trouble with in the past. They've had escorts, but their main focus isn't necessarily just to have sex with these recruits. It's to flirt with them, to build them up, make them feel good, make them think that the that the school is just filled with beautiful girls that are interested in you. It doesn't always have to lead to sex. 
a la prostitution. But it can. And a lot of times it'll just be college students. It'll, it'll be, for example, it could be a UofL student that they said, hey, show these guys around. And sometimes it can be really a, a bad situation where it can be, hey, if you do this, you show them a good time, we'll pay you. And if you want a, a career in athletics, we can put you on the fast track in the athletic program. Not saying that's happening here. <laughs> but that's the, that's the kind of stuff that we're talking about. I have not read this article yet, so I'm a little in the blind. No going, not uh, even an article. Just a tweet. Just a tweet only? Tweet only. That's a kind of a tease, which is not, you know, inappropriate and not, you know, appropriate for the subject matter. Usually there's no teasing involved. 245 retweets in about 15 minutes for the tweet. But nothing else more than that. 240 times in 15 minutes? She's a busy girl. So we'll see exactly what shakes out. Also on the show today, we're going to talk Kentucky EKU. There's not, you know, I went on Dick Gabriel's show last night in Lexington. And first of all, for Pat Forty's references, you don't pay escorts for sex. You pay them for their company. Anything they do after that is they're consenting adults. Yeah, you tell them, Trevor. That's 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 what you do. Come on, man. Everybody knows that. Our our (laughs) escort expert, Trevor Kelsey. Thank you. thank you. I'm like the no, legal expert. I'm like when the ESPN brings in the legal expert, is that what I am here? Letting us know all the details. So I went on Dick Gabriel's show last night, and he he brought me on to talk UK. And I and I like Dick Gabriel a lot. Uh, he's a he went to Trinity. Yeah, I think he actually knew my dad growing up. But he brought me on to talk football, which is kind of strange because I don't cover football for Cats Illustrated. I do talk about football on the radio show. And it was easy to talk about, but I came off as really mean to Eastern Kentucky. I came off, Trevor, as this game shouldn't be close this weekend. Drew Barker should play, and he asked some hypotheticals. What if Drew Barker starts to struggle? You keep him in there. And I basically said, I I guess he could struggle. One, he shouldn't against EKU. And two, it's not going to matter if he does, because then you could just bring Patrick Tolles back in there, and you're going to get an easy – you should be able to get an easy win regardless of – how long it takes, or how much Drew Barker struggles. So, I wasn't very nice to our friends in Richmond, Kentucky. What were you supposed to say? Like, what were you supposed to be like? Yeah, they have a shot. I think I think it'll be a close game. EKU's, you know, I mean, come well, on, he, this, this, this isn't like third grade where we're giving out yeah. participation trophies. Well, the, the the question was, do you worry if Drew Barker goes out? Because Mark Stoops is making it seem that Drew Barker is going to play in meaningful minutes. So, what I think is going to happen is. Mark Stoops has in his head, it could be at the end of the first quarter, regardless of what the score is, we're putting him in. It could be in the second quarter at the 10-minute mark, regardless of what the score is, we're going to put you in in the next series. I think he's got in his mind that he's going to play Drew Barker meaningful minutes, regardless of what the score is. Kentucky could be up 14 to nothing. They could be down 3 nothing. It could be anything. Well, so well, again, I, again, what's what's meaningful minutes though? Because like you said, if he puts that's say put, minutes, but, but what if you're up thirty five nothing in the first quarter? I mean, in the first quarter, well, still meaningful then, minutes. Then that would not be meaningful minutes. Well, it's a meaningful time of the game, it, but it wouldn't be meaningful minutes. So I, I think they're going to try to get him in a, a meaningful situation. If that helps you out, Trevor, well, they're going to try to get him in the game when it's not already decided to see how he responds. By the uh, way, Pat, uh, Pat Forty just tweeted again. He said, story being published on book allegations. Advanced copy obtained by Y Sports. Somebody, or Madam? Yeah, that's a Madam. Madam wrote book saying 
ex Uval staffers paid her thousands. Oh, Uval's released statement saying it has retained Chuck Smart to investigate allegations. Is who's Chuck Smart? I don't know, and he spelled smart wrong. Well, I think he's probably, he forgot the A. I mean, that's... <laughs> you know what I'm thinking has actually happened? And I could be wrong here. I wonder if Louisville went to Pat Forty about this. Why would Louisville go to Pat Forty? To be ahead of the story. Because now we already Possibly. know that Louisville has retained Chuck Smart. How would Pat Forty know that? Well, I guess if they release a statement, but... I don't get I don't get Louisville statements sent to my email, and I'm glad I don't because I get way too many from Kentucky. I do, and I'll go check my email right now. Every sport I don't care about. But I wonder if Louisville went to Pat Forty and said, hey, we want you to get on top of this story, put it out there before we have to release this statement. I have not released I have not received a statement from them. Uh, now we got other reporters tweeting it out, so it, it is true. I must not have been on the pecking order for Mr. for UL. It's okay though. that's what I'm starting to think happened, Trevor. And this thing isn't going to be as big as a deal as I thought it was going to be. Because, oh, man. I'm sorry to disappoint you, TJ. Were you hoping Lula was going to get in some kind of death penalty? I don't care either way. No, I think you do. I don't. I don't think anything major was going to come of this to begin with. But now I think I I see what happened here. I, I, I think... And I, I mean everything I say about Pat Forty. He is a great journalist. I think he might be on the he might be on the spin team though for Louisville. We'll see. We'll have to see what he reports on it. I'm looking for the statement that you that, that's been posted. Well, let me know if you find it. But, I, I, so okay. So now Louisville's released a statement, and for that. I don't think it's gonna. We're gonna get as many details about it because it looks like UVL's trying to be on top of this, Trevor. They want to look into it to see if somebody actually did do some wrongdoing. If the allegations in the book are true, I will. And, I will say this: uh, one good. Tweet. Louisville's gonna be. They're gonna be trying to. They're gonna, Louisville's gonna try to be very progressive in this. Well, of course they are. Would you expect them? To, <laughs> with no pun intended, uh, with with the situation, you expect them to lie down and take it? Well. <laughs> It obviously it's not uh, for free, man, this, man <laughs> Trevor. I thought this was going to be a fun, juicy weekend, but here's what happened is they, they probably saw that thing in the book and they didn't really know what to do. So they had, I think maybe they went to Pat 40 to look into it himself. And now they're again on top of it, that they're going to be able to be the good guys in this and say, if this was happening, we didn't know about it. We're going to do everything we can to find out if somebody was actually doing that. And we'll get to the bottom of it because, look, we're basically turning ourselves in saying, yes, we're going to investigate it. Well, it was apparently Andre McGee was the, uh, is the, is the assistant being blamed in this. Really? Former grad assistant and former director of ops, Andre McGee allegedly paid Louisville-based madam, book says. Hmm. You think for doing that, he could have gotten a seat on the bench instead of having to sit behind the goal at every game. But, man, Andre McGee, if he did this, he would just have the worst Louisville career of all time. Well, in his defense, no, more than likely, and of course this won't be admitted, but more often than not, he he may just be the one falling on the sword. Yeah, and and that's they they went into the they all came into the office and said, "All right, everybody, pick a straw." And he pulls a short straw. and He's like, "Damn it! All well, right, guys, somebody give me a good resume." He's no longer at U of L anymore. Well, if, if he, well, even if he wasn't, then maybe that's why he got the short straw. I mean, of course, maybe, of course, it's the guy maybe, that's no longer there. Yeah, maybe there. that's why they're doing. They're saying, "Yeah, he left. He's at uh, 
where is he? U UMKC University of Missouri. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, he went with yeah. Kansas City. Yeah, Missouri Kansas City. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. So he's there. I wonder if Louisville just said, "Oh yeah, it was him. It's got to be him. He was here for a while." But I'm not, I'm not, I don't want Louisville to get in trouble. But I do love juicy stories. The following was a statement released from the University of Louisville, and I read verbatim: "The University of Louisville first learned of these allegations when the Indianapolis." Business Journal contacted the university sports information department seeking comment in late August. The university was shocked to hear of the allegations. The university's athletic compliance department was immediately notified. Chuck Smart, which, by the way, in the release is spelled S-M-R-T, of the compliance group oh. was retained. So I guess we, we apologize to 40 on his spelling errors. Of the compliance group was retained to conduct a, a thorough, objective review of the information. Mr. Smart and an outside expert who was 34 years of NCAA regularity experience concluded over 17 years with the NCAA enforcement staff. His coordination with the University of Louisville, University's legal counsel and facilities athletics representative, representative Mr. Smart's review was quickly launched to, to assess the validity of the information and the potential for any NCAA rules violations. The university on its own Initiative notified the NCAA enforcement staff regarding this matter and has been in regular communication with them. Lastly, the University of Louisville will continue its review in full cooperation and coordination with the NCAA as it's warranted. Take any appro appropriate action. The, allegation, the allegations have been taken very seriously and in no way would anyone at this institution condone the alleged activities. To preserve the integrity of the review process, the University of Louisville University will withhold comment on any details until its review is concluded. And that is it. Dan, Dan Wolken at USA Today said the last time a college program got busted for allegedly buying escorts for recruits was Colorado back in 2004, got a staffer to take the fall. I would have thought it was before that, but I guess it could have just been rumors and nothing ever really came from it. Well, maybe it maybe, like, maybe, it's, maybe they, this is supposed to be about Louisville, Colorado, not Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> a man can only dream. So we need to head to commercial break while we let all this wow. sink in. I, I think unless Andre McGee said, th this is one way this gets juicy again, Trevor, is if Andre McGee said, yeah, I got told that from Rick Pitino. He told me to do that stuff. But more likely than not, if this actually does come out and gets to a big deal, Andre McGee would say, yeah, that was all me. I made a mistake. But the thing is, he could get fired from his current job if it turns out to be true. Oh yeah, he's, he's an assistant coach there trying to climb the ladder. So I'm wondering how he's gonna how he's gonna play that. And it's a black mark on his resume. I mean, that's I don't think he would get. I mean, I, he could definitely yeah. lose his job, and it would definitely affect him getting in not only another assistant job, but even have in the future of getting a head coaching job. I mean, definitely. Bruce Pearl was an assistant that when he I mean he didn't even get caught. He just got accused of it in Illinois, and he got almost blackballed into Division Two basketball for a decade. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. We're gonna head to commercial break. We'll be back. Friday edition Sports Talker with TJ Walker. Stick around.
Um, Stanley, how about that hot picture you have by your desk? Centerfold in the Catholic schoolgirl's outfit. I mean, it is hot, it is sexy, and it turns him on. And I will admit, the uh, best part of my morning is staring at it. But what, are we going to just take it away? That is my daughter. She goes to Catholic girls' school. I'm taking it down right now. Now, back to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. Presented by Allen Electric. Focus of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong. I feel like I'm just kind of relaying inf- information from to you all from when I'm getting it. Well, well if it makes you feel better. They shouldn't be on Twitter while they're driving, so they should be listening to you. So that's a good thing. The the lady is Katina Powell, and she kept journals and diaries of alleged transactions, handwritten page, book list, nineteen parties with U of L McGee and several others. Said it went on for four years and. $10,000 was exchanged from the university to, I guess, the escorts, Trevor. Four years, $10,000. That's a lot of cash. Actually, that seems low to me. For four years worth? Four years, though? I mean, it's not like there was recruits on campus every weekend. No, I mean, how many, how many schools does, assuming this is official visits, which I guess is no, that's not a safe assumption, but how many... I'm thinking. I'm, I'm I'm thinking about this in my head right now. So I'm talking. I'm basically talking to myself. So how oh. many basketball recruits do you have on campus for official visits in a calendar year? I'd say most programs probably have. You would know this, yeah. Probably nine. Okay, so nine in a year at yeah. I mean so, that does seem low for ten grand. I mean, I, I mean that's so kind of four sc- years. You'd have thirty six. So I mean, depends. It's no safe assumption that this was just for official visits. If you talk about unofficial visitors in a year, Trevor, that number shoots up to 70 a year, probably. I mean, maybe more. But that would be, so if you had 36 and 10,000, as I'm doing my high school math, that'd be $277 per official visit. Per lady, then, you would say. I guess, or per activity, whatever it may be. That's kind of, I mean, that's, I guess that's not, I mean, that's kind of cheap, though. That's a good deal. I guess maybe it wasn't the best quality. <laughs> yeah, and it maybe explains why they didn't, they didn't get it. But man, what a Friday that this breaks. What a Friday. But Yeah, what, what happened? I, I hear I was expecting to, like, talk a little, like, EKU, maybe. Maybe he's a little NC State, possibly, you know, some Trinity St. X, and Instead, we're talking about the discussing whether or not Louisville paid or underpaid for their prostitutes. How, how do you think? Didn't expect that when I walked in here. Trevor, let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> Please. The fact that she has 19 pages, that's got to worry you. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I'm more worried about what's on the pages than how many there are, personally, obviously. I mean, this isn't just some, you know, this isn't. Karen Psych, uh, Karen Cipher, psychopath. It seems like she's got, she's got some, some juice. And this, and you, I've got, I mean, this, this, I'm, I'm shaking. I know you can't see him, but I'm literally shaking my head, and I'm, and I'm shaking it because I'm thinking about the University of Louisville and whomever, whether it be on. I don't want to. I, I hate using Andre's name because whether he's going to be innocent of this or not, but whomever they apparently asked to to pay this. Have do you not learn from mistake? What was the name of the madam back a couple of years, about a decade ago that? I had they got busted and had all the prominent names of all the celebrities in it, including Charlie Sheen, who was probably his name was on 19 pages on his own. 
I mean, uh, I'm trying to blank on her name. You probably don't remember, but I do. It was a big deal. They ended up making a movie out, you know, a TV movie off of her and everything, so on and so forth. I mean, that, that's the thing. When you when you're, you, that's why you send somebody that doesn't have. Don't tell them who you're with. Don't tell them. They they keep records. There's a reason why people like this keep records because they know in the back in their back pocket it's a get out of jail free card in some way, or it's a or in, in one or in some ways could be a blackmail card. That's that's yeah. that's just that that's just sloppy work on 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 whoever okayed this at U of L. If it was okayed by you, of course, you else it won't be okayed, but you know what I mean. But but here's the thing, and this is the interesting part of this, is is they can pin it off on Andre McGee all they want, but where did he get $10,000? Heidi Feist. That, thank you, Yates. That's who reminded me of that. Who did? Who gave him the $10,000? Well, not 10000 up front, but it was, you know. But over the course of, you know, four years... I know, as a grad assistant, he wasn't yeah. making that much money. Tuition, I, mean, I think tuition's been hey, going you know, up. <laughs> let's, let's let's stop pretending like Andre McGee might have actually done this by himself. That he said, <laughs> you know what, I care about U of L so much that I want the recruiting to be great. So when these dudes come on campus, I'm going to make sure they get laid. I'm going to drop three bills for him to get some. Yeah. So he's somebody. If this is real, and I'm and obviously something did happen. Obviously. It's whether or not it'll get legs and take off. Yeah. <laughs> But how is Andre McGee going to explain this? Because he's not going to be able to say, yeah, I just did it on my own. Yeah, I've got 10000 floating around he's, that I wanted to pay these girls. He's going to have to take the R. Kelly approach and just deny, deny, unless there's a, he goes, do you have video of me giving her money? Do you have, do you have a picture of me doing this? Well, she wrote, this, my, she if, wrote my name down. I mean, I can write, I can write your name okay, down. Okay, but what if she does? She's got 19 pages oh, of the diary he, then he's screwed. saying each, in, each encounter. He's screwed if he has pictures. Then she's done. He's done. Well, yeah, what yeah? What if he has pictures? What if she has you know deposit receipts? Yeah, he's he would be done, and then Louisville would have to just deny, deny, and and the incident unless they can find a true connection to incident that, that uh, a written somewhere on written paper or an audio or whatever that Louisville the, someone from the University of Louisville t- telling Andre McGee or giving him money. Now there's a paper trail. That's where Louisville can be in some serious trouble. And, and Andre McGee was the director of basketball operations. So he would be in a position where he could make this happen. And Trevor, not to scare you, he was director <laughs> of basketball operations during UVL's title year. Oh, oh now Lord. I don't think this is the type of stuff that brings down a banner. Oh man, a vacate! Oh good Lord, that would be Louisville's that... biggest nightmare when it comes to their 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 best leg to stand on to make fun of Kentucky fans. But if they found out that, you know, who was a who was a recruit that Louisville kind of stole, in in. <laughs> I, I I can't really think of one. Shane Bahanna was clearly going to go there. Well, no, Shane was a there was a battle for Shane Wayne Blackshear. Well, he had pre, he committed pretty early. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, uh, Peyton Siva seemed like he wanted to go to Louisville. Yeah, well, I think we never figured out why these guys were it, committing hey, so it early. Could be, yeah. It could be Montrez Harrell. Yeah, but Montrez was a late addition because of a, a, a we, decommitment from Virginia Tech. I'm kind of embarrassed as a journalist that we're speculating on speculations of a alleged. Incident. Well, but unfortunately, that's all we can do at this moment until we it get is. more and, details. And, we're, and it's a radio show, and this is what people listen to to hear speculations, and they start speculating themselves. But uh, I, I, I mean, we didn't have we didn't even have an afternoon to prepare for this. I mean, he, this this broke no, what, we ten didn't. minutes this before we literally went on right the air. Now. Yeah, this is we are reading it to you when we hear stuff. Uh, it is. And it looks like the story and, and from and uh, Yahoo is up. By the way, what's that? The Yahoo story is up. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to have to read that during the break. But yeah. the fact Louisville's already got a, a very uh, an investigator that I think worked with the NCAA for 17 years. They're again, I, I kudos to Louisville for being on top of this. But if they did wrongdoing and some of the higher ups know about it, then you deserve to get punished. I'm just saying that. And if if this lady did her, if she's got the facts to prove it. Something will be done, and I don't think you'd be able just to pin it off on Andre McGee for those reasons we said no, I a mean, few months earlier. There's a paper trail. That, that's what's going to end up getting Louisville. They're going to have to hope there's no paper. If, if they are no, if they were willing of this information and knew what was going on, and let's be honest, they probably did, but they, they can deny it all they want, uh, then they, they've got to avoid a paper trail unless because I doubt they're going to be on any kind of audio or video. I mean, I, yeah. I seriously doubt that. They're not, but – if if they're paying ten grand over four years, which again, by the way, I guess I guess in Louisville standards, it's a pretty decent price. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're not getting out in Vegas for that price, but then there's going to be a paper trail connected in some way, and that's where the, that's what they got to hope is is not available. I'm just skimming the article, and I tell you now, I know Terrence Williams' name has been mentioned in this article at least once. Ooh, I, I, I'm just, again. I'm just skimming. I'm a slow reader. Uh, you're probably a quicker reader than I am, and I have to read. I, I'm kind of dyslexic when it comes to reading a little bit. I have to read something like three times to understand it. But uh, his name is highlighted on here in in one one paragraph. It's saying that his name is listed in the journal. Interesting. Well, we're gonna take a commercial break. For some reason gonna, that doesn't shock me though. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. We're gonna bring. We're gonna tell you what we know. As this is going on, we're still going to do the PT picks of the week. How, uh, yeah. <laughs> how appropriate. We're going to do the PT picks of the no, week. No, it's not time. appropriate. PTs is a gentleman's club and nothing else. It PT. is. It is a gentleman's club and nothing else. No They're champagne classy. room at PTs. They're classy. They have cigar and bourbon samplings. Yeah. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. We'll, we'll let you know everything that we know after the break. You're listening to the Sports Talker with TJ Walker. Cage matches? Yeah, they work. How could they not work? If they didn't work, everybody would still be in the cage. Presented by Allen Electric. Everybody was coming for fighting. We're back here, 1450, the Sports Buzz, a short segment before we got to take another break and do the PT picks of the week. I read that article, Trevor. I get, as I said, skimmed it, and I, honestly, uh, I, I got distracted because when I read the title of the book, "Breaking Cardinal Rules: Basketball and the Escort Queen," I, I just it just it made me laugh, and I got distracted, and it stopped me from reading for the next 10, at least thirty to forty-five seconds. Breaking Cardinal Rules. <laughs> now, here, here is here is a paragraph of note. It 
where to go. The actions described in the book would appear to be both illegal and in violation of school and NCAA rules. If, as Powell alleges, players who were members of Louisville's championship team received impermissible benefits that were provided by a staff member, the Cardinals' title would seemingly be in jeopardy. Ooh, it's not good. <laughs> no, that's not good. Uh, and it seems like this girl, she did, she's got her stuff together. She's got pictures of text messages. I think that says in here they've got pictures of uh, of the parties. They've got pictures of McGee at the party. Uh, I think there was 19 parties for Terrence Williams. And I don't know if that was when he was a recruit, when he was at Louisville, or even when he was after, even after he had left Louisville, where he came back and was kind of the center of the party. Uh, she says that McGee would provide cash money to them and also $1 bills to throw at the parties. <laughs> Where was this when I was? <laughs> I never went to any of these parties like this. Of course, I'm not six foot six and I can't dunk. <laughs> that might have. I could have gotten you invited, though. I came close to dunking one time. I've told that story on here before. Did Nerf goals count? It wasn't a Nerf goal. It was an actual goal. I've told that story. I was dunking on it and, and I was super excited because I've, I've always been close. Probably not anymore. But back in my prime, I was always close. And then right before the game was about to start, they had to go raise the goal because it was at nine and a half. It broke my heart. Nobody knew it was short. Uh, but wow. no, I never invited any of these parties, Trevor. The, the book alleges. The book alleges. I love how in every paragraph in this article it says alleges. Uh, you got you got forty knows not knows how to tow the company line to avoid getting a lawsuit. Uh, over over a four year period, Pal, of course, the madam in question, brought women into Billy Minardi Hall. The dormitory, of course, named after Patino's late brother-in-law, through a side door to entertain players and recruits. Powell also says her dancers, which included her daughters, also entertained Louisville players at other locations off campus. Ooh. Keep it in the family, Miss Powell. Way to go. This is going to get... I'm wrong. This is not This is not something that's going to be a minor story. This is going to be a big story. It, 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 again, it all depends on if it, how much is actually connected to the University of Louisville. I give Florida State. Florida State had the same allegations back in the early '90s, mid '90s, and they didn't get in trouble for it because they couldn't actually connect it. We're dealing, we're, again, we're dealing with the NCAA here. This is the same one that basically had the, the, the Miami Hurricane case handed to them, and they still botched it up. Yeah, I'm trying to keep hope alive. I'm trying to keep no, Cardinal fans still, hope alive. There's still a lot of things to. We're going to need a statement from Andre McGee. We're going to have to hear what he says about this. Oh, he won't make a statement. His lawyer will make a statement probably for him. But I. Well, yeah, that's that's what I mean. Something coming from him. We're going to need something from him, and I'm curious how he plays this. What would you do if you were Andre McGee? Wow. Uh, one, I'd be kicking myself forever sending a text. That's just oh, stupid. Supposedly there's hundreds of texts. Yeah, that's just dumb. Uh, especially if it's coming from your phone. Now, now, if he has a burner phone, that's different. Now, if he used a burner phone, he can still avoid it. But if he used his legitimate cell phone that was especially, God forbid, the one that was handed to him from the University of Louisville, then he's just, yeah, he, he's he's done. He's, he's he's cooked. He Now, I'm not saying he's out of basketball, obviously. But he he's gonna be he's not gonna be coaching within the next near future. And you know, here's this is kind of like the slimy side of it. You know, Louisville's gonna be in touch with him and say, "Listen, you're going down for this one way or the other. 
you play by the rules and and say that this was on you and not from us, we will, you know, do you well, offer money? Do well, you offer well, that, that, that you're just opening up another. Job. I mean, but, but you, you know, go on. Sorry. You know, Louisville's going to try to get out to him first. Well, of course, and, and they've obviously already reached out to him. I mean, this is we're, we're this is breaking news to us, but this is something apparently, at least according to the release, that Louisville's known about and tried to get ahead of for the last month, month yeah. or two. So, I mean, if, if, if according to the release, if they, they were aware of this, and which I'm sure they had to be, I mean, you're not going to publish a book without attempting to check facts, especially when it comes to something like this. I mean, this isn't, oh, yeah. you know, this isn't a, you know, a million pieces type book or whatever where, you know, you can just put out a memoir and, and lie about it. This is something they've had to check fact checks and, and done their due diligence. Otherwise, they, I mean, this company, which is based out of Indianapolis, is fully aware that, they could be sued heavily if they you don't know, do their their check fact checking on this, and I'm sure they have. So Louisville's obviously been well aware of what they need to make sure doesn't come back to them. And I'm sure I'm obviously talking to Andre McGee was one of the first things. Now well, I don't I don't know how you would convince him. He's not a, on your staff anymore. I mean I don't know how much, I'm assuming he's loyal still to a degree, but I mean at some point I, just, I, I wonder mean, if they'll just try to do the big the big gun thing. Where they'll say, "Listen, you're going to get fired from where you're at now, and we can't bring you back here." But Rick, you know, Rick Pitino could say, "I know a lot of people. I'll make sure your coaching career isn't done. If you throw us under the bus, I will make sure that you don't see you're not another coach again." That's you know, that's what I'm talking about. They they're going to try to get to him and try to get him to play along with Louisville and be and have him be the sole bad guy before he potentially says, "I was just doing what I was told to do." Now, and if he says that, that's that's troublesome. If the, if that, now, as the article in the in the IBJ, which is the the name of the publisher that's doing this book, again breaking cardinal rule, which is <laughs> clever, clever in its own right. Uh, if they do have the pictures uh, with the as a quote with pictures of her girls with players and recruits, again hundreds of texts exchanged with McGee to set up services as well as pictures of her girls with players and recruits like you said that is bad but again if you're Louisville that doesn't mean you knew anything you can still avoid that all it matters of whether there's a money trail back to you if you're U of L you go watch the anybody's watched the wire knows that knows to avoid the money trail well <laughs> that's that's a good point <laughs> but McGee was on the staff at that time so if he's in yeah those but you can't you can still you. claim you had no idea he was doing it if you're U of L you can, you can, you're right. You can claim that, but you've that money came from somewhere, and it came from McGee, and he got it from somebody. So you're right. There's still that big bridge to cross right there. If it's crossed, he, Lul's going to get in some major trouble here. Major. I love the the actions described in the book would appear to be both illegal and a violation of school and insulated rules. Well, yeah, I think that's that's not, you, you that's, a, that's a waste of a sentence right there. You could have saved yourself ten seconds and not wrote in that sentence. They're going to hold a press conference at five forty five to address this. Rick Pitino and Tom Jurich. Oh, that's not good. That's, so cancel your Friday night, baby. I can hear I can hear it right now, Pitino. On the day that Trinity and Saint X are playing each other, we're bringing this up. How dare you! Yeah, uh, we need to head to commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to do PT picks of the week. We're going to keep an eye on this, though. 545 press conference, Tom Jurich and Rick Patino. Don't forget, following us, we'll have uh, inside the press box with Mr. Nick Coffey, who I'm sure will be uh, 
is unlike us who are doing this on the seat of our pants because it's all coming out as we're doing our show has had some yeah. time to prepare a little bit. It's not like it came out at 11 a.m. where we can kind of pick and choose what we want to talk about. We this was kind of this was a different radio show for me, Trevor. I don't know if I've ever done anything like this where news is coming out as we're on the air. And I'm basically reporting what I see. Now, I'm not on the phone texting people that I know within Louisville to find out. I'm going to do that when I get off the air. But this was interesting. This was fun. I don't know if it made for good radio, bad radio. Hopefully, Well, it we, depends what fan base you are. <laughs> hopefully, we went through this process together. If you're a Kentucky fan, I'm sure you were loving it. If you're a Louisville fan, every detail is probably making you cringe. We're going to have more. I, I just had one, a UK show. friend of mine just text me literally a ha-ha-ha that was like six lines long. That's all it says. It's just ha-ha-ha, like six lines long. Uh, I, I'm kind of excited to start working the phones and finding out exactly what's going on. We'll be right back here on 1450 Sports Buzz. When we come back, we'll have Big Bag Dave on. We'll do our picks of the week, but we will continue to keep an eye on this. So if something breaks, I'll just tell Dave to shut up. I have no problem doing that. Oh, no, don't do that. I need Dave to give his picks so I can go the opposite and make some money. So We'll be right back here on 1450 Sports Buzz. Showing one's teeth is a submission signal in primates. When someone smiles at me, all I see is a chimpanzee begging for its life. The Sports Talker with TJ Walker, presented by Allen Electric. We're back here for Team Sports Buzz on. A wild Friday with all this news coming out. We still have to do the PT picks of the week. That's what we do on Fridays. Uh, we'll, we'll still do that. Big Bag Dave, you've been keeping up with this U of L story that is breaking right now. No, I, I uh, when uh, you texted me about it earlier, I I thought that you were just trying to rile me, and then not until I heard you talking about it on the radio on my ride home did I actually believe it. I mean, I just read that forty article and. Man, <laughs> that's not good. So my, I sent the text uh, to my friends. A lot of them, a lot of them Louisville for a lot of them Louisville fans. And I guess, yeah, you thought I was joking. You thought it was I had made up the tweet myself, which I would never do that in the first place. But second, that's how crazy this story is. Uh, there's a lot of moving pieces going on. I'm curious to hear what Rick, Rick Pitino and Tom Jurich have to say about it uh, coming up. And you can because. Every campus, when players go on visits, they want the players to show them a good time. They want them to go to parties. They want them to have a great time. But you know every athletic program in the country right now is saying, okay, everybody, we, we've never done anything illegal, right? We're not paying people to show them a good time, are we? If we are, we need to cover that up. This is going to be an eye-opening experience for a lot of athletic programs. Uh, but we're not here to, to talk about that with Big Bag Dave. We've been talking about that all day. Let's do the PT Picks of the Week. Uh, Dave already mentioned what happened last week. We don't need to bring it up again. We'll move on. 
you forget about it, I forget about it, you come back with a bounce-back week and, and it'll be dust in the wind. What's your first pick for this week? All right, uh, first pick this week, I like uh, the Fighting Irish going on the road, taking on Clemson, getting two points. Uh, obviously, I like them to win outright. Uh, basically, Clemson, uh, you know, taking away their preseason ranking just hasn't been all that impressive. Uh, obviously, I saw them up close and personal against L. There, I mean, Watson is, I mean, I keep hearing the hype and, um, you know, I'm, I'm just not seeing him deliver. And uh, I think Notre Dame's defense is able to slow him down just like Louisville's was. So, uh, yeah, Notre Dame stays undefeated on the road. Well, that's my, I I don't know where you got it at plus two. I got it as a pick em. Uh So, you know, what do we what do we do here? Let Dave when, have the points. He needs when, them. When, when we have the same this line. Is- I went, I went on CBSSports.com, uh, you know, no more than 30 minutes ago to make sure my lines were good because I know you guys are sticklers for that. And uh, don't, I, I don't you, know what sort of uh, – where else I can go. You you know exactly where else you can go because that's where you actually go to bet. You don't bet on CBS Sports. And you know that. I, but, you know, but, I, but, I, but I, I try to avoid legal offshore gambling websites. Uh, you know, it's okay. just that I – I like to obey the law, so you know I, I get a CBS Sports. All right, well I'm taking Clemson. I, that was actually one of my picks of the week. Is taking Clemson. That environment's going to be too big for Notre Dame. Hell, they almost lost on the road to to Virginia, and we've seen how bad of a team Virginia is. That's that environment's going to be too much. Clemson's not going to lose that game. I'll I got them at a pick 'em. I'll take them plus two anyways. I think they win by at least a field goal. So Clemson's one of mine too. So we're going against each other there. Bring it. All right. Uh, my second one is I like uh, another uh, road team. I like Ole Miss laying seven at Florida. Uh, I feel I, I I don't think people jumping off the uh, Ole Miss bandwagon is warranted. And uh, I mean that such a fluky win last week for Florida. I, I just uh, I, I don't see him maintaining it. I don't think this is the start of some Florida revival. And uh, Yes, seven seems a bit low. I like Ole Miss. I I like that game a lot, too. I, I think Ole Miss is a lot better than Florida. I actually think Florida is an okay team. I think they do have a really good defense, and, and playing at home is going to give them a big advantage. But I think Ole Miss is just really good. I think Ole Miss is legitimately a title contender. But that, they, that line kind of screams too good to be true, and we see this all the time. Last week it was TCU-Texas Tech where TCU was given, what, six points? And it just it looks too good to be true that something may be up with it. I like Ole Miss to win by ten or more, but I'm staying away from that game. But you're picking it, so we'll, we'll see how it works out. Uh, I like Missouri giving. I, I want I want to have my lines updated for you all because I I made these earlier in the week. Missouri giving three, which is I I'll take that versus South Carolina. I know they're starting a freshman quarterback in Drew Locke, but I think he's better than Matty Mock. And South Carolina is just not all that great. They're going to go on the road. It's going to be an early game for them, and I think they come away with a loss. Missouri wins by at least a field goal, but probably more than that. Missouri's got a pretty good defense. So that's my second one, Davey. I like Missouri to cover three versus South Carolina. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't argue with that. Um, I mean, that's definitely that's probably one of my U-word games of the week. I, I can't stand to watch two quarterbacks just you know throw rocks at each other like that but so good luck with that i won't be watching but uh 
My next one, I like uh, I like the under in uh, the game of the week, Alabama versus Georgia. Uh, it started off uh, at about 55 earlier this week. It's down to 51, but I still think it's going to be uh, just uh, two. I mean, two of the best defenses in the country, two ball control offenses. Not going to be a ton of possessions in this game. I like the under at 51. All right, that's interesting. I I don't really know what to expect of that game. I, I still don't know all that much about. Alabama, besides Ole Miss, came into Tuscaloosa and, and had their way with them up until uh, very late in that game where Alabama was able to crawl back. I don't know much about them. I know Georgia's got one of the best rushing attacks in the country. I do think it's going to be a game that you're going to try to control the clock. Probably not going to be a ton of scoring. 51 is not a ton of points, uh, but we'll have to see how that shakes out down there in Athens. That's not a terrible pick, Dave. Uh, my next one is I like Thanks, man. My next one is I like Virginia Tech giving four and a half versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not a good team. I know Virginia Tech just had a, an embarrassing loss at ECU, but they're back at home. When they're at home, they put up big numbers. Four and a half is going to be nothing to them. I think they come away with an easy win. Um, and, again, Pittsburgh, I just can't stress enough that they're not a good football team. I mean, you, you were, you know – Crapping on Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago when it was one of my rare wins when they beat Iowa. I don't know what they have to do to convince you, but I'm not going to fight you on that pick. Um, all right, my next one, I like uh, Western Kentucky uh, as seven-point favorites on the road at Rice. And uh, if, unless my memory betrays me, Western Kentucky put up 56 on somebody last week, and I believe Rice gave up 70 to Baylor, not saying Western Kentucky is, you know, the Baylor of, uh, of whatever, the Sunbelt Conference, who knows. But uh, that, that seems entirely too late. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I definitely see uh, Western Kentucky getting in, in into the 40s, and, I mean, Rice is, I mean, it's good to eat, but it's not good at football, so I like Western. Well, well, what was that line? So I can write it down. Uh, uh, rice? Yes. Uh, I said delicious. You know, good carbs. Good seven before and running. A half. Seven and a half, you loser. By the way, Pittsburgh didn't beat Iowa. That's a You were wrong about that. They did not beat Iowa. They lost. They might have covered, but they didn't win that game. Oh, well, beat the spread then. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. All right, my next one is... I like Washington State plus 19 at California. Uh, again, I, I just like uh, Mike Leach, and I like Washington State, and 19 is a lot of points to be getting at home. So I think they're able to cover that. They won't win, uh, but they'll be able to, to cover that. 19 points is a lot. So that's, that's, my, that's my next pick. Tell me your last one. All right, my last one. I like BDB and the Fighting Cardinals of Louisville going on the road to a soggy Raleigh stadium and taking on the Wolfpack from NC State. Last week, BDB, he showed a little bit of that uh, fabled package of his with Lamar and Reggie both in the backfield. I think he's going to whip it out in full effect, and the Wolfpack won't know what hit him. Louisville getting three and a half. Okay, so you're getting Louisville at three and a half for that game at NC State. Uh, when you say BDP, you mean Bobby Petrino, uh, LDP. We get it. So uh, you'd like them to cover that. Would you go as far as saying you'd take the money line there? 
I, yes, I like the cards outright. Uh, I, I really, I think it's going to be a sloppy game, obviously, because of the conditions. Uh, I get a little bit worried about those conditions, plus a quarterback in Lamar who's already a little bit loose with the football. But uh, really, I just think uh, I think Louisville's defense is going to hit its stride here. And uh, NC State uh, has basically played four high school teams up to this point. Yeah, uh, I, I'd say um, the money line is also uh, uh, good value there. My last pick, I like Mississippi State to go uh, into Texas A&M and cover seven points. I like Mississippi State. They still have Dak Prescott, who I think is one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the SEC. Uh, they may not win that game, but I think it will be one that will come right down to the wire. And Texas A&M, who's good too, uh, won't win by more than a touchdown in my opinion. So those are our five picks. Dave, you, you already broke down the Louisville-NC State game for us. Uh, what's your prediction for UK-EKU? Uh, 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 60 to 3. I mean, yeah, that's it'll be a blowout. Don't need to be a football player. Yeah, you got, sure. You got any, before we let you go, any big plans for this weekend? I'm going to go see The Martian uh, later tonight. Read good reviews. Not a huge Matt Damon fan, but, uh, yeah, um, I have high hopes. Are you hoping it's out of this world? Yeah. Uh, I actually wanted to have a Martian party, but I forgot to plan it. That was just All awful, right, TJ. Uh, that was awful, dude. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on. We're going to talk about this Louisville scandal here for the final ten minutes. So we're going to we're going to cut you short on this week's PT picks of the week. But you enjoy your movie, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Big Bag Dave. Have a good one, guys. You too. That's our buddy, Big Bag Dave. Comes in, gives us picks. He's five and sixteen on the year. Five and sixteen. Five wins. 16 losses. I'm at 11 and 10, and I'm pretty embarrassed about that. But whenever I get embarrassed about that, Trevor, I just think five and 10 or five and 16. I will say this: I, I don't, I don't, I'm not. I, from what I previews I've seen of The Martian, uh, that movie, I can just say uh, Dave might be over six on his uh, his his choices this, <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I, I I agree with you there. That movie just I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't look. I, it looks like every other space movie that I've seen over the last decade, pretty much. This is, uh, so here's a recap. My five picks, I like Missouri giving three versus South Carolina, Virginia Tech giving four and a half versus Pittsburgh, Washington State getting 19 points versus California, Mississippi State getting seven points versus Texas A&M, Clemson in a pick for me, I would even go up to two, giving two points against Notre Dame. They're going to win that game down there. Uh in South Carolina, and David's five picks. He likes Notre Dame getting two points versus Clemson, so we're going against each other Is there. He won on a Notre Dame pick yet this year. I know he, he lost Notre Dame every time because he graduated from there and thinks that they're going to cover. But they're just not. They're they're a little overrated <laughs> since they've lost their quarterback. Never I bet was your fanhood heart. That's lesson number one for gamblers. Yeah, Ole Miss giving seven down in the swamp versus Florida. But, the under Alabama Georgia fifty one points. I don't really like that pick. Western Kentucky giving seven and a half at Rice and Louisville plus three and a half versus NC State are his five picks. He just he he's a Louisville and Notre Dame fan and he picks them almost every week. And Louisville's I guess covered the spread what once? Uh, possible. I know they That's, covered at least they covered at least once because I did bet them in actually, the Clemson game. 
Yeah, they covered Clemson. I know that, and I guess they did cover Auburn. Yeah, they they had to because they were getting double digits. Yeah. So but technically, they, but they Louisville lost the Houston game. Team. And I don't think that's a terrible bet picking Louisville to to cover mm, versus. State. I don't think yeah, it's a state, that's right? a tough one. I will say this though: I was on the fence on the Ole Miss Florida game. I was very nervous. I was talking to someone who I split a card with uh, earlier today, and he was he likes Ole Miss, and I was like, oh, I don't know. It's a I'm not big on Florida either, but it's a road game. Seven just seems too much. If it was three, maybe. Now that Dave took Ole Miss, I'm confident to not bet that game. Thank you, Dave, for helping me get off the fence on that one. I want to thank you. (laughs) I was seriously on the fence going, should I bet it, should I not, should I bet it, should I not. Now I feel more confident that I should just stay away from it. I would love it if somebody just called in one day and said, you know what, I've been listening to your all's picks. Uh, It's a funny segment, but I have been going against Dave, every one of his picks, and now I am up $1,000 or something (laughs) crazy like that. Well, and I know somebody, if you've made a thousand bucks, I know someone you can call. Anyways, so what's the latest, Trevor? What, what's going on in this Louisville scandal? Not much right now, other than just the your typical jokes uh, made by some uh, some media people, some funny, some not. Uh, one uh, thing on Twitter that a, uh, another media member, and I use that term loosely, uh, has has gone on to say that, he believes that IU is leaking this information because Louisville got Kenny Johnson from them. Oh, I've, I've, I saw that as well. Yeah, and again, and then now you know why I use the term media uh, personality loosely. That is uh, <laughs> one of my least favorite media members out there, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to deny that either. Uh, so, <laughs> nobody's, no, I, nobody's leaking this because this girl wrote a book about yeah. it. <laughs> somebody's leaking it. <laughs> Homegirl just wrote a very detailed book. First of all, I like you said homegirl. And how is Indiana leaking it? Do you think do you think Tom Crean was the editor? He's he's he does he's he's he wrote the foreword. Yeah, I mean what the what the hell? And I've great things about Kenny Johnson, but you know, assistant coaches move on. They leave. I did see one person say that I don't know, uh, and I don't have it in front of me, so I can't quote it, but did say that apparently one of the alleged recruits in the in the uh, involvement didn't even go to Louisville. Talk so about waste be, of money. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. I, I I saw that floating around too, but I don't think that necessarily be a good thing. I don't know if that person yeah. meant it to be a good thing, and that just shows because then that recruit could potentially talk against you. And say, oh yeah, I was at some of these parties. This is going. This is going to be a thing where they're going to have to interview a ton of people, Trevor. Oh, this is not. This is not going to be over quickly. Instead, they will. Well, clearly, this will take some time. It's going to. Uh, I mean, will it? Uh, it's going to make the red white scrimmage tomorrow a little more interesting, I guess. But uh, is it tomorrow? Is that tomorrow? I think so. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so bad timing on that one. Uh, of course, I'm assuming that the timing of this release was not a coincidence. The, uh, the the timing of them releasing this information, I'm sure they were trying to match it with the beginning or closest to the beginning of basketball season as they could get. Uh, what's this? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't do it any other way. I mean, that's just that's that's not a coincidence. That's just how you'd handle things. But uh, it's it's yeah, this is going to be a it, we we've got uh, a couple weeks of uh, of speculation on figuring out what's coming out and what's gonna who's doing what and. Who paid who? I had a Louisville fan tweet me a screenshot of a Duran Lamb tweet from last year that says, if you play ball for UK, you can get whatever you want. Trust me, I know. First off, Duran Lamb is an idiot. I'll go on and say that right now. He uh, he is in UK is kind of, this is between us, Trevor. UK is kind of 
blacklisted him from UK, from Kentucky. He wasn't invited again. I'm sorry. Deron Lamb. UK didn't invite him to that Hall of Fame ceremony where all his former players were there. He never he didn't get an invite. Supposedly the reason UK and Deron Lamb had a falling out was for one of those alumni games a few years back. He said he was coming. They spent a lot of money on a plane for him, for hotel for him, and he never even called to say he wasn't coming, just didn't show up. He later apologized for that for next year's alumni game and then did the exact same thing. So uh, supposedly UK just said, we're done with him. He tweeted that a year ago saying, if you play basketball for UK, you can get whatever you want. Uh, first off, I don't know how much I doubt that. I'm sure life. Yeah, is I was going to say, yeah, I'm sure life is pretty easy for you. If you're a basketball player at a major university. Second, you get somebody to write a book about it and have evidence that you can get whatever you want. Uh, then it's going to be a story. So, Oh man, we'll this, see. this is gonna. I, this I thought this was gonna be a laid back weekend. I was gonna watch some football, watch the Eagles destroy Washington, the Washington racists. You know, I was gonna. You mean Louisville get a win? Uh, I, it was gonna be a, a nice laid back. We watch a little wrestling on Monday night. You know, maybe catch a little big new Big Bang Theory on Monday night. But now, no, no, no. Now I'm going to be unfortunately uh, knee deep, not and not in a good way, knee deep in talks of prostitution. Uh, a lot of Louisville fans are saying it's not true. Obviously, something's something happened. <laughs> I love, now, that's that's the truth. That, those are the fans that, that, that I can't help but laugh at. I mean, listen, yeah, I, you can deny it. I mean, of course, it's, I mean, but listen, stuff happens. This isn't just Louisville. I mean, this happens all over the country. Other, unfortunately, though, you know, sometimes you're the one that gets busted when you, you deal with someone who keeps tedious records. It's... I, I'm going to be tuned in to Nick Coffey's Inside the Press Box. I'm going to be tuned in to the press conference starting at 545. You can listen to it. Don't don't change your station. You can listen to it right here on 1450, the Sports Buzz. I'll be tuned in. I, I know what I'm going to do on my Friday night too, Trevor, except maybe being on the other side of the aisle from you. I, I'm excited to hear what everybody's got to say where you're probably, you know, scratching, scratching <laughs> your neck, <laughs> scratching your neck and making sure and hoping that this doesn't uh, blow up. But this is going to be something that's going to take some time, too. So we'll talk about this on Monday. My prediction for Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, is 41-14. to 14. I think Kentucky won't look sharp for 60 minutes, but they'll have their flashes. Drew Barker will get some significant minutes, and uh, Kentucky walks away with a win. One of the most important things for UK on Saturday, have no injuries. You get a long break before Auburn, so if you have some minor Cuts and bruises, those will hear, heal, but hopefully no major injuries. And Kentucky moves to four and one on the year, which would be interesting. So we'll be right back, or I, we won't be right back. Fourteen fifty, the sports buzz will be right back. I won't be there. It'll be Nick Coffey. He'll be talking from a Louisville side of things. So if you're a U of L fan, you'll definitely want to listen. Have yourself a good weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Kentucky Duel, Uncle Freak's Classics, Pink Kentucky Blue. They say don't forget 270, be hitting two. Song call it bluegrass, song call it purple. I'ma call it home, take a shot of Tron. Lay back in the lap and take two to the dome. Ride from the bill to BG in my zone. Let me hear you say high time, sitting by the river. Got my old shotgun, fishing pole in my liquor. Cause people always trying to tell me how to run my life. When they say I'm going wrong, and I swear I'm going right. Come high time, sitting by the river. Got my old shotgun, fishing pole in my liquor. Say it's time to take a trip to where the grass is blue. And peep how the mid-south do. 